Why is it society hasn't adopted crypto into the mainstream yet? I mean, come on. Well, many would say the tools for making it easy just aren't quite on par. But that's all changing, and we've got proof. Today, we're welcome to please Maggie Ng from Crypto.com to the show. We're super impressed with what they've created to facilitate mainstream adoption and are eager to share it with you. We'll also bring back Ryan Rodden of CastleCrypto.gg to discuss how NFTs are changing the blockchain gaming space, especially as related to virtual real estate applications. It's not like adopting a pet from the local shelter, but consider us your local crypto rescue facility, and let's all help with crypto adoption on this episode number 386 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, Who's bad? from the republic of bad cryptopia where there is no lockdown because it's a virtual space and you're all free to come come and go as you please this is the bad crypto podcast i'm joel com and that gentleman is travis Wright. that's right i guess i guess we are we're we're a remote country yeah we're a micro nation <laughs> wow folks this this right here we got a really interesting episode for you something that we both believe will potentially be the a uh, tool that helps us get to mainstream crypto adoption. Both Joel and I have been using this bad boy here for a while, and we're very impressed. But before we get to that, Mr. Joel Com, do we have some other business we need to cover? Well, we need to tell people about our sponsors, Upland. If by now you haven't signed up, I'm wondering, why not? Come on, you want to see what blockchain gaming is really all about as it hits the mainstream? Check out Upland by going to badco.in forward slash Upland. You can now buy Upix, which is the token that they use within their ecosystem using crypto. And their latest update called Mojito allows you to hunt for treasures in the game and destroy pinatas that drop their token in the game. There's Google Street View, so you can see the virtual properties that you are buying in the game. You get Upix by uh, by referring friends to it. If you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, it'll all become clear when you go and Download this app for iOS or Android. Go to badco.in forward slash Upland. And if you do that on your mobile device in a browser, you'll actually get twice as much free Upix when you sign in. So go ahead and do it now. Twice as much. Hey, also, guys, I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but the U.S. has pushed back tax day which is going to make uh, it easier for folks. I mean, it gives, gives us a little bit of a break. But um, one thing you guys need to be thinking about is your crypto taxes. And so CryptoTaxAudit.com is an annual subscription service that provides audit defense for taxpayers, especially now with the IRS and the cryptos and how you report the cryptos. So you got to check all this stuff out. You guys want to go check them out at DonnellyTaxLaw.com, D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y, TaxLaw.com and CryptoTaxAudit.com, one of those. So you can get some personal consultation or you can get audit protection for your tax things. Absolutely. All right. Just so you guys know, you've heard us talk about Crypto.com before, and they have been a sponsor of this show. However, we are really careful about who we let on these days, and we have vet this platform. We are using the product. We are being compensated by Crypto.com for sponsoring this show and whenever you hear us give them shout outs. But this is going to be well worth a listen because their vision is to put crypto in every wallet. And here is our interview with Maggie to discuss how that works. 
Making crypto easy for people to use is so key to adoption. And we've told you a number of times that we've got a sponsor for the show with a product that we are really digging. We've got our hands on it. We're using it and we want to tell you guys about it. And with us today to talk about the project is the Senior Vice President of Head of Marketing of Crypto.com, Maggie. Mm, Maggie, welcome to Bad Crypto. Hi, everyone. Yeah, we're glad to have you with us, Maggie. We met you at a crypto event. I'm trying to remember which was, where was our initial point of contact? We, we met in Miami, right? In oh, we, we, we had been chatting that's before right. that. We and were. we had a chance to meet in Miami, which was very exciting. I know you and I had been chatting about some stuff as well. CryptoDog and, and our team had been, been chatting with you as well. You want to maybe give give the heads up to our audience, like maybe people who haven't heard about it. So what is what is Crypto.com? Sure, Travis. Um, we like to describe ourselves as um, an end-to-end crypto ecosystem. We believe that Crypto.com is one of the only single platforms that allows you to buy, sell, store, track, and pay crypto securely in one single place. I think most people know us with the Crypto.com app. Paired with the app, you can um, then convert your crypto portfolio into fiat currency onto the MCO Visa card and basically spend it anywhere um, Visa is accepted. Um, We also have launched our exchange in November. So now we're making the whole experience from trading all the way to spending really seamless. Uh, we have got about 1 million plus users around the world. And um, actually, we have just finished hosting our very first virtual meetup uh, with our CEO, Chris, and our new GM for uh, the EU market because we have now started shipping the cards for the UK market, many more EU markets coming as well. That's cool. Well, we'll talk about the cards in a moment. I want to try to understand, you've got two tokens that are at work here on your platform, the MCO token and the CRO token. What are each of those and and why are there two? (laughs) That's a great question, Joe. Um, if we would like to focus our conversation today um, on the MCO Visa card, then we definitely should focus on the concept of token utility of our MCO token. Because say for the tier that, for the card tier that you have, Joe and Travis, uh, is ICY that requires you to stake um, 5,000 of our MCO um, in order to get the ICY card. But in return, you get almost like unmatchable um, financial incentives out of using this card. You get okay. Well, before before we get into those incentives, Maggie, so the MCO token is used to stake in order to get the cards. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So what is the then? What is the CRO token for? We have so many different projects um, in the pipeline. Uh, we actually have got something called Crypto.com Pay which is an end-to-end crypto payment gateway solution. Uh, We have uh, been developing our own native blockchain. Um, The testnet is out in public. We are going to um, launch the mainnet uh, in the public very soon as well. CRO was originally designed as the settlement um, token for this uh, crypto payment gateway. 
Um, but since we have launched the exchange in November, we have actually uh, factored in a lot of financial incentives, such as like more attractive price point when it comes to transaction fees and whatnot for users who have staked the um, CRO. So I, I, I would like to separate that into a two different stream of utility. MCO is more focusing on um, the product offering on the app, including the MCO Visa card versus um, CL staking more on um, the financial incentives offered on the exchange front and also um, crypto.com pay, the end-to-end crypto payment gateway. Yes, it's really interesting. Like, like if you look at the acronym for CRO, like, you know, Joel and I are both in marketing. And so we see CRO, I think conversion rate optimization, I see CRO. <laughs> that's just natural. And that's like making sure your, your, your people who they come to your website, they convert at a higher rate. So CRO, this is a, a crypto uh, as well as MCO. Now, as you mentioned, Joel and I both have, have these cards. And I just want to share from my own personal experience what I've experienced from this card. So traditionally, what I would do, folks, if I want to convert money or convert crypto into fiat currency, traditionally, is I would take my Bitcoin or whatever, send it over to Coinbase, convert it into cash send it over to my bank account, which will take a day or two to get there. And then it arrives in my bank account, right? Well, now I'm not doing that anymore. What I'm doing is I'll send my Bitcoin over to my crypto.com card. Then once it re- gets over there, I can either sell part of it or sell all of it and top up my card. So what's, it's really handy. So I'll send my crypto over there. I'll convert that over to Bitcoin and then, or the Bitcoin converted over to USD. And now that USD total is now sitting on my debit card that I can use and spend anywhere. And it's been very handy. I've even used it at the ATM. I, I don't even know what limits there are at the ATM, but I was able to pull out $500 out of the ATM uh, at, at one time. So that was pretty handy. Um, what are some of the, what are some of the, the, um, the, the, the uses of, of this card that, that are going to excite our, our user base because I think it's really handy. It, it changed the whole way that I use crypto personally. Yeah, th- thanks for sharing your, your personal experience, Travis. And I think that's why it's important for us to, to, to let you guys try the product before this conversation. Your tier is definitely a little bit more premium, I would say. Uh, and in fact, we just rolled out uh, something called Crypto.com Private with a, a bundle of amazing perks and rewards for uh, your tier and, and the black tier uh, card holders. But I want to backtrack a little bit for um, people like me, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's, let's start at the beginning. Let's yeah. get in with the basics. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, the, the threshold for your tier is indeed quite high. But just to remind everyone who is listening to this podcast, we offer five tiers of MCO Visa cards to our users. Uh, Starting from the lowest tier, which is the plastic version, it doesn't require any staking. So if you're very new to the crypto market, uh, I would say now would would be a very interesting time to try, given how the market has dumped significantly because of the virus. Uh, If you're interested to try it out, download the app and get a, 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 the lowest tier card without any staking requirement, um, you can enjoy the, the benefit of converting your crypto portfolio into fiat during the rate that you see fit for you. And then you can do the manual conversion and try to, to, to use it um, and, and see how it goes. 
But I, that's the blue card, right? But that's the blue card. And then a one tier up is uh, what we call Ruby Stew,、um, that would require you to stake fifty MCO. But then the I think personally the sweetest spot、um, for、um, users with enough crypto experience is definitely the next tier up, which is、um, the Drake Green、um, tier. So for this tier, users will need to stake five hundred MCOs. Now, when we talk about staking. I like to compare that with with、um, annual fees that you you pay for for your uh, premium uh, credit card. Staking means that you that you can unstake it later on, and our staking period is six months. Meaning six months later, okay, if you really don't like our product, you can decide to unstake it and then get your entire amount of five hundred MCO back. I think that is a significant difference, and why the concept of Um, token utility, I think, is more exciting if we compare to、um, traditional banking products. So, so basically, people are making an investment in MCO in order to stake it to get the rewards that you would have then using the card. So, just to give you guys a little frame of reference, timestamping this interview, it's March nineteenth, twenty twenty. I know this is going to play sometime here in the the near future, but as of this moment, an MCO token is three dollars and eighty seven cents. Okay, so you can so do the math.、Um, you know, in order to get the ruby red, it's fifty MCO, and then the next level up, there's two. There's a green one and a purple one. I guess you get to choose either one, and that's the five hundred MCO stake. Correct, Joe. And、um, so after you have staked five hundred MCO, in return for every single purchase you make, you get three percent cash back, and then we don't set any limit. Uh, we don't set any limit on the shopping categories or, or that kind of fine print、uh, requirements. It, for every single purchase, you get three percent cash back.、Uh, we also offer f-、uh, rebate on your Spotify and Netflix monthly subscription. And、um, one of the products on the app that so far we haven't talked about is Crypto.com Earn. I th- I know that a lot of people who would like to hold on to their crypto portfolio instead of spending it. So、um, by depo- depositing、um, your crypto portfolio, you can earn up to eight percent of interest annually. And this five hundred MCO you stake for getting this MCO Visa card will be automatically enrolled to earn interest under this earn product up to eight percent. So I think. By parking 500 MCO aside, not only that you're investing in our MCO、um, token and Crypto.com, but simultaneously you're also earning interest as well. And that's why we we believe that from a financial incentive standpoint, our our card product makes the most sense by utilizing um um token staking mechanism. So I mean, if you really look at this. Mr. Jolcom, from from the front to the back, with the way that they have, you know, you get the card. There's no staking,、uh, and then as you as you grow these these tiers, you end up getting all these different rewards, and you earn crypto. I mean, it seems to me, Maggie, that this is the it's a full ecosystem that you guys have built from 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 staking and holding your crypto, from hodling your crypto, from trading your crypto, and spending your crypto. I I don't know. If there's any other. 
anything remotely close to what you guys are doing from A to Z. Is I mean, you guys seem to me to have the complete ecosystem now in place for people who want to get involved in crypto. Would you say that's true? Oh, not just that. You know, we just announced that the card now supports uh, Apple, Google, and Samsung Pay uh, just to make your whole mobile experience even more seamless. Wow. And I think personally speaking, um, the most exciting rollout in the rest of the year would be the DeFi version of all that we have just described. So um, now that the uh, Crypto.com app is centralized, we hold a custody. And then um, so the payment and the, the finance side of products are, are tied to this custodial version of wallet app. Our ambition is to then also offer the equivalent size of, of service offering in, in terms of finance, payment, and trading, but in a DeFi um, version of that. So I think by then we will be able to really tell everyone that we are offering every single service offering when it comes to crypto with the options to people who are new to crypto um, versus people who are experienced enough to understand the value of a, a non-custodial concept. I'm very excited about that version, actually. Yeah. You, you can check the different benefits on the site. It shows you each of the five different card tiers. Now, something that Travis and I have gotten to enjoy on the Icy White card tier is not only Spotify and Netflix 100% rebated in MCO tokens. So basically, you know, you go into your Spotify account, you put in this Visa card number for your uh, your your MCO Visa debit card, and you pay with that, and then you get back in that amount in MCO tokens. So not only Spotify and Netflix, but also Amazon Prime for for each month. Yeah, for uh, tier, yeah, we have just announced that. Yeah, given how it's so popular for the for the U.S. cardholder base. And I just realized and mailed you about this last week, and you sent me um, a special URL for this is Airport Lounge Access with the lounge key. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's such a funny time to talk about this this uh, perk, right? <laughs> well, we will be traveling again. I mean, you know, yeah. again, this is going to play in the future. We might still be under, you know, lockdown. We, But eventually, we're going to be going again. Yeah. This virus is not going to last forever. Uh, uh, so um, I I have been, I was using that, that, that feature a lot um, new to um, the States. I, I don't have as many loyalty programs that give me um, business lounge access by different American airlines. So that like comes in really handy uh, when you travel aboard. But I think for uh, people who've got um, the tier of the J Green and further up, then you have this uh, lounge access uh, where you can go to this dedicated customized link to register before you travel. And all you need to do is just to search uh, on online um, to see which um, lounge is available for the airport that you will be going. And all you need to do is show your card, and then you can have the access. Ah, nice. And there's I, I see here from the Lounge Key website that there's a, there's an app for that. Yes, yes. So the search is very easy. I would say ninety nine percent of main cities you you will be able to find a. a, a an airport lounge that is supported by this network. 
That's nice because usually that'll cost you, right? If you're going to use a lounge, you have to pay per use. Yes, yes. And for your tier, Joe, you uh, not only you can use this um, airport lounge access, you can actually bring a guest with you for free as well. That's so handy. Now, actually, I'm looking at my wallet now. I've actually purchased so far, I mean, at least in this particular wallet, what I've re- what I've been rewarded now is forty eight dollars in MCO tokens, which actually I think I was rewarded less. But overnight, it looks like the price has gone up twenty eight percent. So that's a pretty pretty substantial thing here. I'm curious more about this earn thing because I think that you know this feature right here, it's almost like you're combining all kinds of things. It's like imagine if you had Coinbase plus Celsius plus you know, a crypto exchange plus the credit card plus the all the rewards. It's like the, the ecosystem here is never ending. But I want to dive more into the crypto earn feature of this because this is interesting. So by staking our cryptos, we're able to earn a certain percentage on our crypto. It looks like, and I'm going in here and it says, it will pay up to 18% percentage on your crypto assets and, and earnings will be credited to your wallet Every seven days, earnings will be paid in the same currency as your deposit. Maybe tell us a little bit about this, which, you know, it looks like there's about maybe 15, 20 different cryptos that we can that we can stake and, and earn uh, percentages on. How does that work? And how are how are how are you guys able to pay out percentages on, on this crypto? Where does that money come from? All of the users funds we we collect through deposit is kept in cold storage. So in order for the earn product to work, it comes with alongside the credit product. So it's earn and lending that we offer in the market. So through um, the credit that we give out and the interest um, from paying back, that is how we support the product of earn. And we wrote this out uh, mid last year, uh, starting with five of six tokens that we supported. Uh, as of today, we are supporting close to twenty of the of uh, crypto currencies. Uh, is not is a very challenging. Is very competitive market to be operating in. Uh, we have adjusted the raise um, a couple of times, just given how fluctuating the market has been. Um, but I am pretty confident to say that we're still offering one of the most competitive raise in the market. And I think there is another very important aspect that we must talk about is the level of trust, right? Uh, you uh, you trust us enough to deposit a big chunk of your crypto portfolio to earn interest. Then you have to understand who we are. Uh, we are a Visa partner. Uh, we follow very strict security protocol and compliance protocol. Uh, you have gone through our KYC process. It's not the most straightforward you have shared with us quite a lot of feedback on that. But in return, I think is the level of trust that you can have with us to earn the interest that we offer you um, through the deposit. Say, for example, uh, we have um, looked at the um, maximum amount of limit that you can deposit for high tier uh, MCO card users. Because, say, if it's just too small an amount, it's not attractive enough. But f- again, for the tier that, that you two have, I see why um, the earn um, maximum account limit has been adjusted to 1 million. 
and we're offering up to 5.5% of interest rate annually for Bitcoin. So you can think about the, um, the amount of interest you can earn within a short period of time if you have a decent Bitcoin portfolio, let alone that we support 18 other cryptocurrencies as well. Very nice. So let's talk a little bit about what's coming next. What kind of features can people expect to see from Crypto.com? Yeah, as I mentioned, um, personally, the, the most exciting rollout for me would be the DeFi version. So uh, as Chris also mentioned at our very, very first uh, virtual meetup a couple of hours ago, the non-custodial wallet um, is in the pipeline. The team is working really hard on that. And then um, following with the launch of the non-custodial um, version wallet, and then it's the payment and the finance um, product features that will come right after that. And in parallel, we have been uh, working so hard for the exchange. Uh, our exchange is one of the newest in the markets, but we have been driving a lot of amazing tractions. And in order for us to be ready for the institutional market, um, there will be some really prominent features um, that we're rolling out in the next couple of months. As I, as I mentioned at the beginning of this uh, interview, it's a challenging time for us and we have to be very mindful and cautious about how the economy is being affected um, but it's not going to slow us down on the product development roadmap at all. Well, I find this thing endlessly fascinating, and I I don't want people to think that I'm a shill for Crypto.com. I'm just actually really excited about it. You are a sponsor of the show, but it's like from utilizing this, I even made a video on my LinkedIn where I talked about you know how I think this right here could be the tool that folks use to to have it to be that entry point into crypto like crypto for some people is so scary you got to manage your keys and you got you don't want to lose your crypto and crypto's volatile like when when the crypto markets were, were were starting to tank I just took the Bitcoin that I had in my Bitcoin wallet converted it over to USD waited a little bit then converted it back over to Bitcoin some of it I just converted it and left it in my cash so I can use it on a day to day basis so really I think this is potentially the first time that you know, you might not need a bank. I mean, this you guys essentially could be the solution that could, over time, circumvent banks. Like, because you don't necessarily need them. If, as long as you have access to your cash, you can send your crypto over to crypto.com, convert it into USD, and then use it on a card. I think, like, what else What else do you need? And so it, it seems to me, Maggie, that you guys are on to something really special. And my question is, how did you get crypto.com domain name? Because that's like the best domain name for this space. <laughs> I'm going to answer you by not answering you at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to that. Answer. I, I think like uh, outside of my work network, uh, eight out of 10 people I talk to uh, still are living under the perception when Bitcoin price tanked from the peak of 19,000 in 2018, right? But I think within two years, I think the market has matured a lot. And you see how Bitcoin has dropped significantly, but we're still talking about 150 billion daily market cap. Uh, this market is not going to go away. And in fact, we can look at how crypto market is going to perform compared to other 
what we so-called more traditional asset classes. And then we can see which one can actually stay put and hold on, especially during this challenging time. And I I totally agree with you, Travis. I think crypto.com ecosystem would be the best um, place for for people who are willing to give it a try um, during this time period. And here's how to give it a try, gang. Uh, the folks at Crypto.com have provided a special offer for you guys. If you, if you go to badco.in forward slash crypto, it'll automatically redirect you to the site with a special code already inserted for you. The code is badcrypto2020, and it's going to give you an opportunity to earn $50 in U.S. dollars when you sign up for one of the metal MCO Visa cards. So the metal starts at which level, Maggie? Uh, Ruby's deal. Uh, 50, 50 MCO. Great. So 50 M, stake 50 MCO and, in the app, and then they're going to give you 50 bucks just to say, hey, thanks for trying us out. But you got to go to badco.in forward slash crypto. Uh, Travis and I both have cards. We like them. I've got my Spotify, my Netflix, and my Prime hooked up to the account. I've got my Expedia, which I'm getting 10% back hooked up to the account. And you know, if you really want to kick it up a notch up to the, the black card, then you get uh, 10% off Airbnb and a private jet partnership access so there's all kinds of additional features as you scale this thing up but we uh, we definitely give our wholehearted endorsement to uh, to go check out this product thanks so much joe and travis i do like my icy white card mr travis right i tell you i've been using it pretty much everywhere like i noticed my regular debit card i'm not using at nearly as much as before so Plus, I love the fact that I can just pop it out and then it uses that, that um, that what is it, the NFC, just to be able to go boop on the card. And then, yeah, I just don't even got to touch things. I don't got to slide it in. I don't got to hand it to, to people to get their germs all over my card. Just go boop and go on my way. Crypto kickbacks in my wallet. That's mm. a little jingo for, jingle for them. Not a jingo, a jingle. I don't know what a jingo would be. But I do know what Divi would be. Our other sponsor for the show, they're now taking early signups for their new digital finance ecosystem that's going to offer crypto debit cards, instant bank accounts, and fiat to crypto on and off ramps right in your wallet. Another company seeking to bring crypto mainstream. Go to wallet.diviproject.org, enter your email, and check it out. Do it now. Well, or in a few minutes. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah. What else we got, Travis? You know what? Hey, this is great. So we've had this guy on the show before. So this guy is returning and he's going to be coming back, what, I believe once a quarter or so. Mm -hmm. We've actually partnered with him. So he runs a website called castlecrypto.gg, which is essentially like a crypto IGN type of a, you know, blockchain gaming news and game reviews. So if you like games and cryptos and you like blockchain and you like all the things that are fun, we need to chat with Ryan Rodden. Because he is going to tell us what to be thinking about and focusing on and learning about in the whole blockchain gaming space. It wasn't too long ago that we welcomed the creator, the founder, the editor-in-chief, the chief cook and bottle washer for CastleCrypto.gg to this show, Mr. Ryan Rodden. And Ryan is joining us again today. Hey, Ryan, welcome back. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. We're pleased to announce that you are now a partner with the Bad Crypto Podcast, you are our blockchain gaming correspondent. I love it. Super excited about it. And I think the more people we can reach about blockchain gaming is a great thing. 
So oh, I just looked at your that. LinkedIn. Yeah, I just looked at your LinkedIn. You haven't updated it yet. What's the, what's the deal? My LinkedIn? <laughs> was, was it, I mean, I did. Crypto have, correspondent. You're ready. You're I moving up. Put, uh, I have to add heavy metal shredder on there. Uh, okay, you got to do that too. That's good. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know, we we fr- I friended you on Facebook, and your page, your profile, really has nothing about gaming. Yeah. It's it's about rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have three passions in life: uh, digital marketing slash SEO, crypto, and heavy metal. So I can talk. <laughs> I can talk all those three things for hours. Dang. Nice. Are we Classic brothers? Classic heavy metal, though, not the new like screaming bullshit, like the classic style, like Iron Maiden. Oh, nice. Uh, so I just um, I'm doing some auctioning of my things on eBay, and I just auctioned off a Judas Priest T-shirt from their 1981 tour. Nice. Some dude bought it for like 50 bucks. That's early Priest too. Yeah, that was that was early. You know. right. Hell bend, hell bend for leather. Yeah. Right. Guess I got to add that one to the playlist. Wait, anyway, wait a second. Did you get that shirt like back when you were in your radio days, or did you? Was you? A no, Judas it was Priest before man? that. A Judas Priest, nineteen eighty one. I would have been um, in high school still. I would have been a junior. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Pretty interesting stuff. But enough for about rock and roll. Even though we could talk about that, let's talk about blockchain gaming. So, where do you want to start? So I have some great like news headlines I just love to share with people. The other thing I'd like to do is give people some direction. So when it comes to blockchain gaming, people don't really know where to start. They want to get involved in projects. They want to get involved in games. But there's so many out there, just like the regular crypto world. You know, If you're looking for projects to invest in or get involved, uh, where do you go? So um, in today's economy, which is now you know very questionable given the virus, there's a lot of projects and things going down in general. In the blockchain gaming space, one of my favorite projects, and everyone should be aware of it, uh, that continues to succeed is Engine. Now, Engine has put out an official statement that is extremely reassuring, and I'm just going to quote them directly. They say, Engine is a truly healthy company, resilient and flush with cash and investments in one of the few industries that we will see growth in in this type of world situation. They are fine-tuning products, hiring developers, and pushing ahead with Efinity, which we're going to get into in a second, and furthering blockchain innovation. So for me, if you are new to the blockchain gaming space, you should go all out, learn about Engine, learn about the projects, NFTs, and just kind of familiarize yourself with uh, what they're creating and where they're taking the space. Yeah, I, I like Engine. You like Engine? That's about all I have to say, too. Engine good. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean, consider, considering all the news that's popped up about this thing, I mean, what well, they're doing something with like Samsung, right? And there's some other stuff that's going on with Engine. Like, what are some of those things that maybe our audience might need to know about some of the moves? Because I know Engine's been making moves. And, you know, I think that especially with all the moves and their partnerships that they're doing, I mean, if we're talking about even quoting on the price, I mean, their price seems relatively low. It's been kind of down because of this whole crypto market going down. But Engine's building, biddling, they're doing things, they're making progress, they're making they got great partnerships. Like maybe tell us a little bit about all those things that are going on about why you're you're so hot on them. Yeah. So some of their uh, major innovations, they're actually quite quiet about. You'll see them tweeting a lot and sharing news, but they have a lot they're working on in the background kind of silently. One of them is called Efinity, which is their own sidechain. Now they're saying that this might revolutionize Ethereum in general. 
But the idea is it is a side chain that is, is intended to onboard non-crypto users and also make, sh- make sure that all the transactions that are happening in the game and things aren't costing you a fee, right? So nobody wants to play a game and you're constantly seeing your MetaMask wallet being drained or something for every little thing that you do. So Engine is way ahead of this and they're working on a solution. It's a side chain called Affinity, E-F-I-N-I-T-Y. Um, they say that you know it should be finished uh, soon, it sounds like. So it's very exciting to see what that could be because when you think about the whole crypto kitties collapse and the clogging of the Ethereum blockchain, a lot of people said, well, there you go, you know, blockchain gaming won't work. Well, what they're saying is, well, you know, because of things like that, we have solutions. We're working on them. We're so far ahead of the game that when we develop, when we drop this, you guys are going to be like totally shocked at how great it is. Any idea when that's coming? Doesn't say. There is an official link that I will share with you guys so you can put it, um, so you can share with your audience um, where they don't seem to have an actual release date, but you know, to me, it's just something. Again, if you're in, if you want to get interested in this space, to keep an eye on. I think something that's really important for everybody to note here is, besides the fact that you know Ryan and I in particular are into crypto gaming, what's important for everybody to understand is that gaming is going to be one of the key on ramps for blockchain and crypto. Right? There's a few of them that are the main way people are going to get on. We're in two of them really are related to gaming one of them is the playing of games themselves and the other is nfts which travis and i are just we're we're so hot for nfts right now nfts are so hot right now mr jocom it's so hot so uh that that leads perfectly right into the next uh you know news headline i want to announce now this is something that was announced i believe in early february but there is another project called chill is c-h-i-l-i-z and they are creating the financial tech, like blockchain technology behind a social app called socios.com. And the intention is they are running an economy that's going to be creating NFTs for like FC Barcelona. And if you think of like uh, the soccer fans or, you know, they would call it football around the world, um, they're creating an NFT economy with the biggest soccer teams in the world. Okay. We're talking Cristiano Ronaldo rare NFTs that people may be getting access to. That could be huge. And uh, socios.com is essentially, it's a, it's an app and it, it runs like your profile and you can see your wallet. And Chill is, is what's going to be operating in the background, right? But Socios has implemented sort of Pokemon Go style collect tokens, right? Oh, you're in this area, open up a map, grab some tokens, and you're actually grabbing Ethereum, like uh, crypto tokens, right? Um, so they're working on things like that. Even more exciting is that Chile's partnered with both Engine and Chainlink. And Engine has been hinting at the fact that they're going to be the ones responsible for creating these NFTs uh, or backing them with Engine coin of some kind. And then Chainlink, if you're familiar with that project, is a way to sort of connect the blockchain to real world data. And they're saying that they might be able to print NFTs in real time. Let's say Ronaldo has a hat trick in a huge game. After the, Once that happens, or, or maybe right after that game ends, the NFTs will be immediately minted, and those people who grab them first get them, right? Um, so just imagine what that means for like the NFT space. If you have rabid soccer fans mm. fighting over these like instantly released NFTs, 
which then could be used in, in gaming or something else, right? Because that's yeah. the point of an NFT. So these are like really cool things. And, you know, Joel was just talking about the idea of an on-ramp. I mean, think about how many people you're potentially hitting with this idea. Well, we were at uh, NFT NYC in, in February and the NBA and the NFL were there. I mean, we've talked about this a few times on the show. And then the, uh, you know, the UFC fighting, they have their own sort of thing that's sort of popping up as well. Now, this, this whole sports collectibles, digital collectible thing, I think we're, is really going to take off once sports start again. <laughs> yes. So I think we got to work on, work on that. Too. I want to actually, because this is interesting, because, you know, you were talking about, first of all, just a second ago, you were talking about that Efinity thing, yeah. right? Now, the Efinity thing, that seems to me to be a, a, a combination effort of, of Engine plus Unity. Right. So like Unity is that code that uh, that that platform that people use to build all these mobile apps. So the ability to have engine built into all these mobile apps, the only thing that's in the way stopping this thing from blowing up really is Apple and them going, hey, I approve this app or I don't approve this app. Right. So you're starting to build stuff in Unity, which is what people use to build iOS apps in. Correct. So, yeah. That's and that news came out in like 2018. So this is something that's been in the works for a while. It's starting to roll out, which I think is really interesting. Now I'm, I want to ask a question about the Socios yeah. uh, app. What are, if you're a user on Socios, are you like a Socios path? Is that what we are here? <laughs> well, you have to be if you're collecting crypto tokens. I mean, if you're walking around like Pokemon Go, you, you have to be crazy in some way, right? Yeah, sociopaths <laughs> on Chillus and maybe yeah. we kill us. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's lots of little rap. Uh, I just there. downloaded the app right here. So it's got this token hunt trail. Right. right? Where do I? So yeah, what, Chillus? What's, uh, uh, it's socios. So so what, what's interesting about it now is they actually changed it because of uh, social isolation. <laughs> And you, you actually only have to take like two steps to collect the token. Uh, but normally, if you click the little hunt button at the bottom of the app, uh, zoom out a little bit and you'll see a Chilla's token floating in space uh, on the map. There it is. Okay. So so you, how do I collect that? So normally, that? you'd have to walk within like 15 feet of it, I think. But now you right. just have to walk until you're inside that circle uh that you see the big yellow circle. oh yeah i'm so close to the circle okay right so in your apartment you probably can walk like out your front door for two steps and you'll, you'll be able to get it and then what you do is you actually hold up the screen and you'll see it floating in uh space like pokemon go style like uh uh what's it called um augmented reality like right in front of your face and there he goes he's gone <laughs> yeah but we're not on he, 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 don't worry about that he's on, yeah. not on video so he asked his question and then he's good to go. So whenever you're done with that question, then I'll answer a question. And then by the time he comes back, don't even know. Yeah, look at him. He's got it. No, it's funny because uh, we're looking at each other. <laughs> know, yeah, video. No, no, um, but I I see it and I'm going to go grab it here after we're off because I want to see what it, it's basically. I get CHZ right. um, times one. Cheese. So I Give I'll, me some cheese. I get some that's cheese it. or chili. Now, there's another one that's coming up on the horizon here, Ryan. And uh, we covered this recently on uh, a bad news episode that, you know, the Winklevi are going deep into NFTs. They bought a site from uh, Duncan and Griffin Cockfoster, um, who are also identical twins. Mm -hmm. And we just love to say that, though. I mean, he just mentioned this because it's fun to say. He loves to say Cockfoster. They bought something called Nifties. So what do you know about that? 
I believe they bought uh, Nifty Gateway, if I'm not, if I'm not uh, mistaken, which is um, I, I, I'm definitely aware of the project, but I haven't looked into it that deeply. Um, I was so actually, anything can be a, anything can be a Nifty, is my understanding. It can be, you know, it, it, it's any NFT. They're just calling them Nifties to kind of give it that that mainstream, um, you know, appeal to people. And uh, they're going all in on yeah on these uh, NFTs. No, I love it. Um, yeah, I was I was actually supposed to interview Duncan uh, for my side of things, but then uh, this actually started happening right when we were going to schedule that interview. So he got super busy and uh, wasn't able to do it. But yeah, I think the uh, project initially and, and the website is called Nifty Gateway, which I think they had some sort of like buy, sell, and collect like uh, solution that's already set up, right? So if you're the Winklevoss twins you're going to want to just grab these solutions. They're already built. And if it's working well, um, it sounds like they just grabbed it uh, while they could, you know? Um, sounds nifty. Yes. I, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, there. that is the whole, that's the whole sort of thing. There's been a lot of people talking about it. I think there's probably going to be a nifty conference, probably stuff coming up, all kinds of things that are, that are nifty. So now here on the list, we have, so, so some things that have popped up recently, it's like some of these real estate, type you know virtual worlds have been popping up i mean joel joel and i've been talking about this i mean he got on the crypto voxels and got somebody to build us a a, a badass little uh what was it the the republic of bad cryptopia sort of yeah. passport office or something yeah it's like our embassy it's our yeah. embassy on this so how are some of those how are some of those going right now i know there's decentraland that's out there and crypto voxels and there's a couple other sandbox ones. sandbox how are how, how are they sort of growing which one's look to be the ones that uh, are sort of gaining some traction, in your opinion. So it seems like they're all, quote unquote, gaming traction. Um, whether or not they're any good is, you know, still up for debate, I guess. The one that I've actually been able to play that sort of opened the gates to actually jump in and not only build on top of your land, but also walk around is Decentraland. Now, I, I believe the plan for that is supposed to be virtual reality, right? So you're literally supposed to put on a headset, walk around. And, you know, in today's environment, that's, you know, tons of people are probably going to be looking to do that kind of thing. I, I've used it with their desktop playability. So you just open up a browser and you just visit a, a URL and you can you can play. So far, I've actually been quite disappointed in Decentraland. Very glitchy in the browser version, almost unusable, no direction on what to do. They did have this little like treasure hunt where they sent you around to different areas on the grid and said, you know, look for treasure chests and things. But again, and, and T-Dubs, we were talking about this at NFT NYC. One of the things I'm just not sure if it's going to work is the cohesion of the world. Okay, if you have all of these it's people, not there is no cohesion, right? So, but to me, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, you know, if you're walking around in a world and you walk past a supermarket and then you walk past some samurai arcade and then you walk mm -hmm. past a casino, I mean, you know, is this going to make any sense, or would you rather have somebody buy like gigantic plots? And then create a like a, an actual city that has direction and like you know a huge park and things. Yeah. Or think about it's Disneyland. Like, you know, Disneyland has the Tomorrowland area. It has right, the right. you know the different areas that you can go into. And this right here just says, "Oh, look, here's a pirate ship next to a robot. Oh, right, next right, to right. a swamp. Like it just doesn't make any sense." Yeah, because it, Disneyland is like the large chunks, right? So yeah. if Decentraland was like five really huge chunks and then that was the thing, mm -hmm. um, I think that's probably a better solution. Because, yeah, right now, you, you exactly, you have a pirate ship. Suddenly you're on sand. Then you're on a road. Then you're suddenly in like a medieval world within like five steps. You know, Are, you saying, they blow, are you saying that Decentraland blows chunks? 
Not yet. I mean, I, I'm not willing to go that far. Okay, I mean, okay. I wasn't satisfied with my experience. And, uh, you know, they've had these meetups they're announcing on Twitter and then people pop in and you have all these people standing in one space and then you don't know what to do. Uh, it's like, OK, it's like doing? a theme park. I'm actually as you're saying it, I went ahead and launched it. And I'm just walking around here. Maybe I'll do a video to kind of show this to people. And I jumped on a platform that's going up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and all- it's just, I actually bought a couple, you know, whatever the smallest parcels are. I bought two of them. They're empty right now. But I thought, oh, I'm going to have some land. Yeah. How big is a parcel? Very small. Yeah, they're small. You feel like you just put like a bad crypto sign there saying, you could, I could yeah. if I knew how. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, yeah, the advertising possibilities, you know, potentially could be really cool if you have like a parcel in the middle of one of these huge, like, you know, even though everything's incohesive, if you did have your tiny little parcel in the middle of a huge area, you know, you could theoretically just, yeah, put up a huge uh, Joel's face just right in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, that's scary, scary, that's scaring, everyone, scaring everyone away. Do not enter Joel's face. Uh, but but you can put QR codes on there so people can scan that and then visit you know the podcast or they visit can Joel's face. Yeah. I guess I need somebody who can design something in Decentraland to to do that for us to design take our Joel's bad crypto face. and three Dify it and put a QR code. I guess that you know having a banner there. How many hey, people take are our actually... take our Upland voxel that we have like the little Upland head? Oh yeah, that'd plop, be fun. Just plop that right down there on the parcel. That's how many people are actually using these different you that's know, a great question i mean that's again like even on their launch when they were doing the treasure hunt it didn't seem like there were that many people but again we're in blockchain gaming where there's like barely anybody anyway so like for the blockchain gaming world maybe it was a, a decent chunk of people but compared to games like gods unchained splinterlands you know these these games i feel like there's a lot more people playing them uh, Decentraland, you'll see pa- you'll see packs of people suddenly show up for something, and then there's no instruction or cohesion, and then everyone just leaves, right? Because you know why am I going to walk around and stare at floating platforms and walls, castle walls that have nothing? Yeah, it's nothing more there. like art than than yeah, anything yeah. else right now, right? It's like it's like a, a digital museum. Yes, but I mean, how much staying power does that have? You know, if you go into the digital museum and you walk around. And then you're like, all right, well, I've seen it all. And, you know, are you ever going to come back? Right. You know, like, is there any incentive to keep coming back to that world? I mean, you could chat and make some like virtual friends, you know, like if T-Dub needs a, a, need a new buddy because he can't go out anymore. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's yet to be determined. No, I don't need anybody's anymore. I've decided that I'm really good at this social distancing. I'm just going to become a hermit. <laughs> I'm really good at it. I mean, if you know, I'll just hang out of my house. You know what, what I've done is like, basically like whenever i'm at home it's like i find out that i don't go out i'll I'll go to the grocery store and i'll go to chipotle and a couple other restaurants occasionally but it's like really it's and joel's been practicing this forever like he he doesn't ever leave his house he has like you know instacart delivers things and like amazon prime like i I don't know that joel has to go anywhere that's because i was i was a futurist you were you are a future you're a social distancing futurist i love that this is exciting ahead of the curve that's true I'm walking around Decentraland right now, and I'm not seeing, like, should I see other people here? Right, right. Well, are you on, are you in Genesis Plaza? I don't know. Um, I just logged in somewhere. Yeah. I don't even know how to, other than walking, I don't know how to, like, see a map so, of the whole thing. So you can't, that I that I know, which is a which is a huge user experience issue. But if you just type, um, type, hit enter, type slash, go to, same world, 
and then just make up uh, some coordinates like minus 72, 52. Just hit enter. You'll just, you should just teleport somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to have to make a video and show this to you guys so that you can understand. I still need to make the video for the um, the Republic of Bad Cryptopia in Crypto Voxels. Have you looked at that one at all? So I, I've looked at the just the project very briefly and also same thing with the sandbox. Um, again, it's these things are so early that, you know, how much time and effort can you put into it before you really know? Like Decentraland, I was willing to get in there dive in, play, because I've been following it for like a year now. Um, but quite honestly, being disappointed with it, you know, I'm hoping that the Sandbox or Crypto Voxels or some of these other guys either improve on the experience or come up with some other way to distinguish themselves. Because, you know, from I'm sure you're still walking around with nothing. There's You probably haven't seen a single person, I'm guessing. In- I haven't seen a single person, but like I just yeah. came across a park and there's a bunch of bicycles and, and swings and beach chairs. Steal it. Steal space. it, Joel. Put it on your parcel. But you can't, yeah. deal. you can't do anything with it. You, uh, you just stare at it, right? They all, you but you can do. walk around and you can like, if there's if there's staircases, you can go up buildings. Like I just entered a little Chinese pagoda here and it's got dragons. And I mean, it's 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 cool. It reminds me of um, computer game graphics from circa 1995. Mm-hmm. Mm. Son, I am disappointed. Which I'm fine with that, actually. The graphic thing is, like, lower on the list for me. It's more about, like, is this even going to be any fun? Do I care? Is anyone using it? You know, like, what's the incentive to play? Because yeah. Second Life had so many people running around in it, right? Yeah. That's, like, 10-some-odd yeah. years ago. I remember playing 20, that. 20, 15 20, years yeah. ago. Linden Labs. Yeah. Man, time flies here. Yeah, I remember getting on that in 06 or 07 or something. So, yeah, that thing's, that thing's really old. So, the the idea of walking around in a virtual space is cool, but if there's nobody else walking around in a virtual space and you can't interact with any of the objects within the space, like I can't even do any cyber vandalism, like what fun is it? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and the, the during the treasure hunt, which they removed, and I feel like they should keep something like that going to keep people going. You could actually like solve these little puzzles and open treasure chests. But even with that, the disappointing thing was, you would go through all the motions, get to the chest, and it was already gone. Somebody took it. So only the first person who completed the task got away with the loot. And That's so not fun. Which, yeah, exactly. So I, I remember going through all these things. I'm like, oh, man, I finally solved the puzzle. And then you, you get there, and it's like, well, guess what, dude? There's nothing here for you. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. That's well, a good way to get people to turn the game off and never come back again, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. That's a good place to wrap this. Uh, I know that there's more going on in the gaming world, but I kind of feel like this has been mostly about, um, you know, NFTs and and virtual property. And so, uh, Ryan, we'll have you back here soon. Keep us posted on what we need to know. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. CastleCrypto.gg is the place to go. And uh, I guess you can also stream our game-related podcasts now on your site. Is that right? That's correct. So uh, we have it available in the sidebar of the website. So as you're browsing, you can find it. And then there's a going to be a universal podcast button at the top of the page. So as you guys create Castle Crypto or Blockchain Gaming or any content you know related to exactly the discussion we just had, uh, you can find it on our website. You got podcasts from all over the universe? Yeah, man. We were just in Decentraland. Man, that is I mean, where, where, where have you been? <laughs> man, I want to hear a podcast from Alpha Centauri, like from Org. That's my alien language. 
You know, Mr. Travis Wright, I need to shoot that video. We talked about shooting a video of our virtual space in um, crypto voxels, mm -hmm. and I haven't yet done that. What's really interesting <laughs> is during this time of being sequestered, quarantined, I'm actually less productive with my core business then I'm not answering as many emails. I'm not making as much video. I'm like, oh, well, I'm also going to quarantine myself from doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, it is because it just, it just throws you off your game because everything's sort of changing up a little bit. And so it's like, all right, there's so much uncertainty that, you know, I don't know. I, I'll end up going down rabbit holes more so too. I'm like, uh-oh, another freaking rabbit hole for Travis to go down. Watch out. Speaking of holes, you know, the stock market crash left a big hole in a lot of people's accounts. And, you know, I texted you a little earlier, something that I find really interesting. First of all, the stock market had its biggest one day increase ever today. And just to timestamp this for you guys, we're recording this on Tuesday, March 24th. The stock market jumped 2100 points today, the biggest one day increase ever. So there's obviously some optimism out there about the future of our economy and maybe hopes that our government's going to pass a stimulus bill that actually will help the people. But what I found especially interesting is when the stock market crashed here a couple of weeks ago, Travis, and Bitcoin and all cryptos crashed as well, and even precious metals were down, gold fell about $200 from a high of about $1,680, I want to say, is which is the highest it's been in years, right. to about $1,450. As of right now, gold is sitting at $1,626, only down like $50 from its high, mm -hmm. which means that if you had invested in gold, and I know Peter Schiff is like probably dancing circles right now, he's so happy. If you had your money in gold instead of crypto or stocks, you would have not even felt any dip in this market. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have felt the crash at all. Right. And we, and we also sort of thought that Bitcoin was supposed to be the safe haven. Well, it has rebounded back up to about 6750 or so, which is nice to see because it did get down there pretty low. But um, it would be nice to see crypto back up where it was before all this stuff went down. And it's just going to be interesting to see how this, all this stuff shakes out. We're with you here, folks. We are putting out still three shows every single week, and we'd like to bring you the best content. So if there's anything that you want to hear specifically, uh, during this crazy time, message us, badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll bring some banter for you. We're trying to bring you guys the best news as possible. And we know this is some trying times. It's definitely a lot of uncertainty. And we are experiencing this sort of global shared vulnerability right now of uncertainty. We don't know. We're all being impacted by this. And hopefully you guys stay safe out there. Your relatives stay safe. Well, our next episode will be our bad news episode, of course, in partnership with Cointelegraph.com, our favorite news site. They feature that episode on their site each week, along with an article by, uh, by myself and Mr. Travis Wright. So watch for that coming out on Friday. You guys stay safe out there. And of course, stay bad. Who's bad? 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.